It's very appropriate that on the day in which our candidates will receive confirmation and the Eucharist for the first time, that we have that passage from Matthew's Gospel, Matthew chapter 10. There are four aspects of the Gospel that are emphasized in Matthew 10, and we've had them over the last few weeks here at our Sunday Masses. It was about the mission of the Twelve, the persecution of missionaries, open and fearless speech, and in today's Gospel, the cost of discipleship. To explain it to you, I would like to tell you a very short story. Um, in times past, pastors were renowned for leaving a legacy of building a beautiful church or a basilica and to put their stamp on it. And you could say that was their child. And there was a lot of competition. Who's going to build the best, the biggest, and the most beautiful? And it is important to them. And it was important to their families for generations afterwards that somebody belonged to them built this big basilica or a big church. The only thing that I built or was in, in charge of getting built was the priest residence in the parish I was in, in St. Michael's in Nigeria. Now I lived and the parish was in a swamp and uh, everything, you know, flooding and waters were always difficult. Unfortunately, when the house has been built, we didn't give proper attention to the, to the people who were putting down the foundation. So the house was designed by a Nigerian architect. He did it free of charge. He was a parishioner. People did all of that well. And they built a nice house for the priests. But then I noticed after a while, I said, is that, is that house tilting? And I said, maybe it's my imagination. But then I noticed that somebody turned over a glass of water on the floor and the water went flying across the ground. So every kind of time I was looking at it got more and more and more tilted. Until eventually, after I had left, it just went into the swamp and was never seen again. So why I tell you that story is because there's a very good friend of mine and he's a spiritual writer and he says that there are four aspects to every person's life. There's the physical, which is our, you can see, our psychological, our mental health and our mind. There's the social, how we interact with people and, uh, you know, relate to people. And then he said there is the spiritual. Now this writer is uh, Jack Che, who is a wonderful, John Che, he's a wonderful writer and has written many books. And he's a very learned and accepted internationally as a spiritual guru. He says that the foundation of every aspect of us 
must be the spiritual. And if the spiritual is the foundation and is strong, then the physical, the psychological, and the social will be the best they can be. They will be what God wants them to be. And that is, that is very, it's very important. If we, if we don't make the spiritual the foundation, then there can be distortion in our lives. Then we can be putting on the other person or the other thing, something that it cannot give us. We will be tempted to make gods out of persons or things, false gods, rather than, than giving our loyalty uh, to God himself. So as I was reflecting on this, I, I was reminded of a prayer of St. Ignatius of Loyola. And he sums up exactly what I would be saying in, in explaining this to you. But he calls this for all of the Jesuit priests and for a spirituality revealed to us by St. Ignatius of Loyola, his principle and foundation. Now this is paraphrased, but listen closely. The goal of our life is to live with God forever. And that's not just in heaven, but even now. So the goal of each of our lives is to have a profound relationship with God. God who loves us gave us life. So we have life because of God's love. Now our own response is to allow God's life to flow into us without limit. And that's something that's just very beautiful in itself. All the things in this world are gifts from God, presented to us so that we can know God more easily and make a return of love more readily. Your spouse, your children, your parents, your relatives, your friends, good people in your lives, all of these are gifts from God, presented so that we can know God more easily and make a return of love more readily to God, that is, in gratitude. As a result, we appreciate and use all these gifts of God, insofar as they help us to develop as loving persons. However, but if any of these gifts become the center of our lives, they displace God and so hinder our growth towards our goal. In everyday life, then, we must hold ourselves in balance before all these created gifts, insofar as we have a choice, are not bound by some obligation. We should not fix our desires on health or sickness, wealth or poverty, success or failure, a long life or a short one, for everything has the potential of calling forth in us a deeper response to our life in God. Our only desire and our one choice should be this, I want and I choose what better leads to God's deepening, God's life in me. That's a very profound prayer. It's a very beautiful prayer. You can Google it and you'll see St. Ignatius of Loyola, the principle and the foundation. And what the gospel is inviting us into is to say, 
that it is only in our relationship with God that we will have profound peace and happiness in our lives and that everything else are gifts so that will lead us more profoundly into this as well.